Welcome to your daily dose of facts to fight off the liberal gaslighting. You can be in the middle of a hurricane. You have sanctuary in the city of Chicago. Or you can be on a calm day. North is still north. You could be in a thunderstorm. We are not going back, not ever. North is still north. People can yell at you. The hell with the Supreme Court. We will defy them. North is still north. It doesn't change fundamental things. And in this business, right is still right, even if you stand by yourself. We don't Across the fruited plain and from sea to shining sea, we're converting the Marxist left one hour at a time on the Wendy Bell radio program. Hello, America and beyond the fruited plain. Welcome home to the Wendy Bell radio program. Delighted to be with you today. Common sense conservatism. I'm a mom. I'm like so many of you. I look at the world. I see the news. I watch people. I pay attention. Of course, very little of it adds up. And that is the point. To confuse you, to make your life uh, inconvenient, I should say, completely unaffordable. To, train, to change everything that we know that's right to wrong, left to right, up to down, and to keep you off your game so they can do what they do. Cheat, lie, steal, corrupt, etc., etc., etc. You know the playbook. That's more than half of the battle. But now it is about, about identifying with greater clarity, with more precision, The men and women of the Republican Party who are neither honest nor conservative, at least in my humble opinion. And we're going to illuminate some of them today who decided to thwart Marjorie Taylor Greene's efforts to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas. The man, the conduit through which millions and millions of people have come to this country and have made all of us pay for it. We're going to talk about that. I've got a big story, though, out of the gate. So I want to get to the pledge so we can get to this. Welcome home. Remember the app, Wendy Bell Radio Network, and the podcast, Wendy Bell Radio. Delighted to have you here. Welcome home. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Amen. If we can all agree, even for a moment, whether you agree with me or not, but just try to get on the same page as my mind right now. If we can agree that the 2020 election, had it not been interfered with by actors on the ground in the polling places, by people like Mark Zuckerberg and the ballot drop boxes from hell, by mules who were stuffing those ballot drop boxes in various cities, with election officials who lied about the results, with judges who have refused to hear the evidence, so therefore they can say there is no evidence that's been presented. The media who've covered it up, who've pushed the true big lie, if we can agree for a moment that the 2020 election at the very least was completely jacked, I'm not telling you that Joe Biden is not president right now. Looks like he is. He's acting like he is. He's been deciding as though he is. We have suffered the effects as though he is. 
They needed January 6th to cover up that, that election. They needed a diversion. They needed a smokescreen. And so it was calculated, it was premeditated, and it was planned. And January 6th was predicated on many things. But threat to our democracy was at the forefront. Causing an insurrection was another thing they were trying to set the table for. Because long ago, they had contingencies in place to prevent Donald Trump from winning re-election. And to challenge him, should he be audacious enough to try to run again? Which, of course, he is. They need to protect the narrative that January 6th was an insurrection. That a mob of lunatics, ginned up by the rhetoric of the president, decided to march to the Capitol, behave like animals, break inside, threaten people, and make us all just aghast by this MAGA extremism. Of course, we can also agree that that's nonsense. Did some people do things they ought not have that day for? Sure. But nobody was arrested with a, with a gun. There were no knives. The doors were opened. Capitol Police officers who were woefully and purposefully understaffed, waiting ostensibly for a National Guard presence, which was within eyesight but was never released by Nancy Pelosi. It took 12 asks well after the whole situation had been resolved for the National Guard to finally show up. If we can agree right now that they are trying so desperately to preserve the narrative of January 6th, then you will find it as delicious as I that Jacob Chansley is getting involved in the 8th Congressional District race in Arizona. Jacob Chansley... The QAnon shaman who was wrongfully incarcerated, wrongfully, because there was exculpatory video that Tucker Carlson showed us so surprisingly just days before he got the axe that shows that Jacob Chansley was not only no threat to democracy, he was escorted by his own cadre of Capitol Police officers who opened the door to the Senate wing to Jacob Chansley, where we have video of him praying, thanking God for the fine work of the Capitol Police officers who have invited him in to see something so amazing. May the good Lord keep them safe. Jacob Chansley was sentenced to 41 months in prison, 27 of which he served, nearly half of it in solitary, freaking confinement. Why? Because they needed a poster child. And who better than a shirtless man with face paint and horns on his head? But what you don't know about Jacob Chansley is what I didn't know about Jacob Chansley until I saw that he was running as a libertarian to replace Debbie Lesko, the Republican in the 8th Congressional District in Arizona. She's ready to retire. She's like, look, the house sucks. It's woefully broken. I have a family. I have a 90-odd-year-old mother. I have grandchildren. I'm missing out. I'm leaving 
Someone else can have it. Jacob Chansley, could you think of a better person to run for Congress? You say, wait a minute. Wait a minute. They had him like, he's the goofball face of an insurrection. You think he's going to? Yes, I do. And if they're not scared to death right now, hear my voice, Democrat, Uniparty, Swamp Creature Hacks. You better be scared. Because your notoriety of Jacob Chansley has elevated him to household status. Navy career of QAnon shaman. So you guys know he was a veteran, right? Before he, quote, stormed the Capitol, which is code for walked through open doors and negotiated with Capitol Police and turned to the other demonstrators inside the Capitol and said, guys, if we behave respectfully, these gentlemen will let us see what we want to see. There wasn't a riot in there by Jacob Chansley. Do you know why he was... He's no longer part of the Navy. His refusal to take the anthrax vaccine ended his brief two-year career. A man who, wait a minute, has individual self-determinism, who doesn't want to take something that the military demands he take. It was that important to Jacob Chansley that it cost him his military career and he was painted out to be the poster child of MAGA extremism ladies and gentlemen to spend a day in solitary confinement for walking through open doors would be a punishment far too extreme to serve a year or more Now, I read all of these ancillary accounts because it was shortly after Tucker Carlson played that video where we could actually watch what this threat to society was doing inside the Capitol in his shirtless ways. Tucker Carlson lost his job. And the scramble to continue the narrative is on to this day. A veteran who was wrongfully imprisoned who was wrongfully convicted, whose government, who he volunteered to serve, knowingly withheld video evidence that could have benefited his defense. And he served time in the hole. Is the perfect candidate to run for the United States House of Representatives. He served He was punished, and now he's on a mission to do what is right by the American people. Now, I ask you, who do you trust more, Jacob Chansley or Nancy Pelosi? Jacob Chansley or Liz Cheney? Jacob Chansley or Adam Kinzinger? Jacob Chansley or... A lot of people. This is the delicious pendulum swinging the other way. And if you think the Uniparty Swamp Creature Left is not aware and in total freak out mode, well, the majority of our show today will prove you otherwise. Jacob Chansley, if uh, if I can, I'd love to have you on the show. Help you with your campaign. 
and see if we can get a veteran who knows what service is and what sacrifice feels like alone elected you're tuned in to the wendy bell radio network jacob chansley for congress i'll put that bumper sticker all over my freaking car make it happen jacob i'm there for you my brother how about this headline just in comer subpoenas another key biden aid all right so on the one side of reality we've got the left endlessly pursuing and bogging down donald trump in any kind of litigation to tar and feather his name to prevent him from making money to fine him and his family hundreds of millions of dollars to forever tarnish his ability to run for what would be his only next election right the one in 2024. There you've got that. He's got a he's got classified documents. He's got overinflating the value of his business to harm someone we don't know who. In addition to all of the laundry list of women who've come forward, oh, he did this to me. Wah, blah, blah. Right? So you've got that going on on the one side. Meantime, it's Joe Biden who's got 1800 boxes of materials at the Penn Biden Center and at the University of Delaware and boxes of classified materials in his closet at the Penn Biden Center and boxes of material in his garage next to his favorite Stingray Corvette, whatever, right? He's got documents inside the house. He, what about the shared office space he had with Hunter and the guy from CEFC? Because that wasn't weird. So we got Joe Biden's classified document scandal that they don't want us to talk about. They want us just endlessly to be focused on Donald Trump and all of these lawsuits by just definition. If you have 91 counts against you, as the hack Neil Cavuto said, not all of them can be false. Really? Yeah, they can. Tell me one thing this dude's been guilty of. Nothing. It doesn't stop the scramble. So this Comer subpoena, I find very interesting because what House Oversight and Judiciary and Ways and Means are all telling us is that all these smoke screens that are still trying to gin up something to, to cloud your vision, we are full steam ahead. And we want to know, what, why did you have so many classified documents? Why were you taking things out of secured environments, out of the skiffs as a senator? And, and did these documents have to do with Hunter's overseas business dealings, which, of course, we know from Tony Bobolinsky would equal 10 percent for Joe. So let's read this article trending political news right now, trending politics news, I should say. On Monday, House Committee on Oversight and Accountability Chairman Jamie Comer issued a subpoena to former White House counsel Dana Remus demanding her deposition in relation to President Joe Biden's alleged mishandling of classified documents. This is great. The move marks another step in the ongoing investigation into the Biden administration's handling of sensitive information. Remus served as the White House counsel under President Joe Biden. She played a significant role in the Biden administration, overseeing the team of lawyers responsible for advising the president and the executive office on a wide range of legal and constitutional issues. She was also the general counsel for the Obama Foundation and Obama's personal office. It's so nice and tidy. You know, isn't that neat? 
During the 2020 presidential campaign, Remus worked as the general counsel for Joe Biden's campaign, where she was involved in navigating legal issues related to the election. Comer's decision comes amidst growing concerns over the White House's narrative regarding President Biden's handling of classified documents. The committee has been keen to uncover whether Biden retained sensitive documents linked to his family's foreign business dealings, which reportedly brought in millions for the Biden family. You know what ticks me off most about that? It's the self-enrichment of the selfish Biden family using the office of fill-in-the-blank Senator Vice President, committee chairman, president, whatever it is, using the office as the front to get rich. It was never about you. He never cared about you. Hey, Delaware, he never cared about you either. He used the office as the mechanism through which he could suck the most. And he did. Now, the focus is not only in the mishandling of those documents that Biden has, but also on the potential compromise of national security. You think the Oversight Committee has previously uncovered financial records indicating significant payments to the Biden family and associates from, oh, I don't know, China, Russia, Ukraine, Kazakhstan, Romania. This, in turn, has raised questions about the connection between these payments and the classified documents in question. Only an Idiot cannot see the obvious chain of events and the dots that so easily connect. You do not need to be a political scientist. The committee is now seeking to understand the reason behind Biden behind Biden's retention of certain classified documents, particularly if they relate to his family's foreign business transactions. So former White House counsel Dana Remus will be forced to testify under oath. We'll see if she takes it seriously or if she pulls a Dr. Fauci, if she pulls a Alejandro Mayorkas, the stonewalling, stalling, followed by the blatant lie to your face. Senator, you do not know what you were talking about. Yeah, we do. Because we've been watching. We've been monitoring the suck. We've been paying for the suck. And now we want revenge for it. All. When we come back on the Wendy Bell Radio program, I want to talk about the state of the union. Did you hear about the Secret Service agents who got almost carjacked in D.C. with Joe Biden's granddaughter in the back seat? Wild West shootout. What on earth is going on in Blue City, America? Well, it's amazing how the media are paying attention to it now. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. Wow, apparently Brock's feeling a little metal today. (laughs) Welcome back. I wanted to read this to you before I move along because this story that it it takes the granddaughter, it takes takes Hunter Biden's daughter in her secret uh, service detail for three dudes to come out in Georgetown, which is a pretty posh neighborhood in D.C., past midnight, smash the window of whatever vehicle they're transporting Hunter Biden's daughter. 
and to try to steal the vehicle so that a Secret Service agent has to pull his weapon and fires. What? What the hell is going on? Oh, that's right. That's a regular day in San Francisco. That's kind of what things are looking like in Chicago. How you doing, Philly? How you doing? Oh, yeah, we all know this feeling because we're reporting on it every single day. The crime out of control. A 104% increase in car thefts in America. Of course, the left will tell you, but homicides are down. Well, that's just fine. But people don't want to be accosted and held up with a gun to their head so that somebody can take their car. So we're going to talk about that in a minute. I wanted to read this article to you. This was written on January 12th, 2021. So less than one week after January 6th. I'm not ready to put the Jacob Chansley running for Congress in Arizona to bed yet. This was the coverage on military.com. One of the men arrested after last week's violent attack on the U.S. Capitol was kicked out of the Navy two years into his enlistment for refusing to take a required vaccine. Jacob Chansley, 33-year-old Navy veteran from Arizona, who was arrested and charged after last week's siege of the U.S. Capitol, refused to take the anthrax vaccine while in the Navy, ending his two-year career, a Navy official confirmed to Military.com. Chansley, who also goes by the name Jake Angeli, was arrested Saturday, charged with knowingly entering or remaining in a restricted building without lawful authority, the Department of Justice announced this weekend. Knowingly entering or remaining in a restricted building or facility without lawful authority. Is it me or did I not see a gaggle of Capitol Police officers escorting Jacob Chansley through the Capitol? Did I or did I not see... U.S. Capitol Police opening a freaking door so that Jacob Chansley could walk into the Senate chambers. And according to the Department of Justice, he broke the law. I am so sick of these filthy scumbags in our midst. Chansley served as a Navy supply clerk seaman apprentice from 2005 to 07. They declined to provide further details, blah, 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 including what kind of just discharge, privacy, yada, yada. The anthrax vaccine, according to the military health service, is required for troops deploying to the Middle East and Korea. Some other personnel, including emergency response and other units, are required to take the the vaccine, which is given in a five-dose series with annual boosters. Chansley's mom has defended her son, telling ABC 15 in Phoenix that he is a patriot. Listen to what Jacob Chansley's mom said about her son. It takes a lot of courage to be a patriot, okay? And to stand up for what it is that you believe, says Martha Chansley. Not everybody wants to be the person up front. That is exactly 
the kind of person we need in our military. Without hesitation, Jacob Chansley is the kind of person we need. All right, I want to talk about the situation regarding Joe Biden's granddaughter, okay? Because we all, of course, have been dealing with this. We all know what's going on. The state of our union is crappy. It is unsafe. Secret Service agents protecting Biden's granddaughter open fire on three people trying to break into the SUV. You cannot make it up. So now the soft on crime, the don't push back on Black Lives Matter, just let them do what they're doing. They're angry, Chris Cuomo. Whoever said protests had to be peaceful. Mostly peaceful protests. We all saw it. You watched with your own eyes. You saw all of it. Well, how Joe Biden's chickens have come back to roost. Secret Service agents safeguarding President Joe Biden's granddaughter. Opened fire. Now, I'm going to go with this. If she's in Georgetown, in D.C., very nice, ritzy, rich area, after midnight, even though it's cold, not everybody's in bed. It's not three in the morning. Jussie Smollett is not wandering to the subway for, for a snack, right? People are not out. At midnight, there's a great chance that people are. Can you imagine a Secret Service agent taking out his gun? Because that's what happened. <laughs> what? And the report afterwards, they were pretty sure that nobody had been hit. Pretty, pretty sure. We would, I'm pretty sure because nobody came staggering around the corner going, <gasps> pretty sure I missed. Oh, oh, excellent. The agents who were taken or tasked rather with protecting Naomi Biden were with her late Sunday night in the Georgetown neighborhood when they observed three individuals smashing a window of the unattended. What were they doing? Where was the Secret Service? Were they that far away from her sitting in the SUV that, that three dudes come up and go and plan to jump in and drive away? Can you imagine if they had driven away with the freaking president's granddaughter in the back seat? What? You cannot make it up. A Secret Service spokesperson did not identify the protectee. Uh, we know who it is. But he stated that agents encountered possibly three individuals shattering a window of a parked and unoccupied government vehicle in the Georgetown neighborhood of D.C. During this encounter, a federal agent discharged a service weapon is believed no one was struck, the spokesperson said. The specificity here is just fantastic. The officers immediately fled the scene, in, or the offenders, I should say, immediately fled the scene in a red vehicle, and a regional lookout was issued to supporting units. They couldn't get the bad guys who fled in a red freaking car. I mean, why didn't they why didn't they just get away in like a, an ice cream truck and put on the music? Maybe it would have been easier for the police to find them. There was no threat to any protectees and the incident is being investigated by the D.C. Metropolitan Police Department and the Secret Service. Well, whoo, we all feel much safer now. The official spoke to the Associated Press Monday under the condition of anonymity as he was unable to disclose investigation details publicly. <laughs> Isn't that always so neat? Shh. No, no, that didn't happen. One of the agents discharged ammunition, but no one was injured. According to a statement from the Secret Service, the three individuals were observed escaping 
in a red vehicle. I mean, like what? This year has witnessed a substantial increase in the incidence of carjackings and car larceny in Washington. Finally, finally, there it is. Congressman Quaylar, wasn't it him? He had a gun put to his head. And I think the person who stole his car also stole his coffee and a a baggie of food he had. You might as well take everything, right? By the way, what size pants are you wearing? Take those off too. 750 carjackings and over 6,000 reports of stolen vehicles have been filed with the district police thus far this year. 750 in one zip code. But I'm sure it's I'm sure it's not a, an indication that Bidenomics isn't working, right? I'm sure it's no indication that we've been soft on crime, that all these ne'er-do-well, delinquent, agitating jags needed to be slapped, spanked, arrested, etc. But it was Jacob Chansley who served 41 months, was sentenced to 41 months in prison. It's so weird that after Tucker Carlson released that video showing a peaceful and respectful and shirtless Jacob Chansley marching around the Capitol with his police escort, that all of a sudden he was released early. No, 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 no. It wasn't because of that. It was not because of Tucker Carlson's video, they told us. He probably just got good behavior. Good behavior that releases your term by 14 months? It's pretty interesting. He blew the lid off of it. This carjacking in D.C. involving the president's granddaughter and her Secret Service detail. This is illuminating the issue. 6,000 reports of stolen vehicles filed with the district police so far this year. Congressman Henry Quaylar, Texas, not physically harmed when his vehicle was stolen by three armed assailants near the Capitol last month. It was probably the same dudes, right? Oh, if I get arrested, I know I'm going to get out. This is open season to be a thug. It's open season to not work for what you want. Just take it from somebody else. Just go up with a gun, smash a window, threaten somebody, get their car, drive away. And if by chance somebody out there is paying attention, which odds are they aren't, and you get arrested, well, you'll be on the street by morning. What are we doing here, ladies and gentlemen? This is why black and Hispanic voters are turning over to Donald Trump. They've been promised for years. Better chances, better education, better jobs, better pay, better everything. Better access to the American dream, which now migrants are telling us, is dead. They want to go back to Venezuela. Send me back. You want me to go back through the Darien Gap where I almost died? I'd rather go through that than stay in Chicago and sleep one more night on a mattress in the police precinct. This is your United States under Joe and Kamala Harris. And they want to finish the job. Finish the... What do you imagine finish the job means? Well, it means they've got one year plus hopefully four more. To effectively take everything that you own, redistribute the wealth of the middle class to the poor so we're all on the same field, 
Take away everything that you care about that provides any kind of individualism, any kind of freedom, any security, any safety, and make it go away and then give you scraps. Welcome to America. No, thank you. When we come back, community members, well, you know what? I want to I pivot in just a bit. I want to talk about what we have coming up in the next hour. Because rhinos once again come to the rescue. What did they do this time? For Mayorkas. We'll go there. Coming up next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. You know, Peter Ducey, Fox News, has a great take. He's on yesterday morning. So we were getting ready to come on the show yesterday. Didn't have time to get this wrapped up for you then. But Peter Ducey and the, and the anchors on Fox News in the morning were all like, he's almost incredulous. By this story about the Secret Service, about the carjacking, about Hunt, about Hunter Biden's daughter being in. I mean, it's so ridiculous. And I, and I need you to hear this is the state of our union. It's terrible. Listen. About Secret Service opening fire to protect President Biden's granddaughter. Peter? Yes, the carjacking and car stealing problem in Washington, D.C. has now extended to somebody with Secret Service protection. At 11.58 p.m. last night in Georgetown, which is about a mile and a half from where we're standing right now, uh, Secret Service officers were assigned to protect Naomi Biden, that's President Biden's granddaughter, Hunter Biden's daughter, opened fire at three people who were trying to steal one of the Secret Service vehicles. We don't know exactly what kind of a car this was, but according to the Secret Service, who just sent us a statement, I... Secret Service agents encountered possibly three individuals breaking a window on a parked and unoccupied government vehicle. During the encounter, a federal agent discharged a service weapon, and it is believed no one was struck. The offenders immediately fled the scene in a red vehicle, and a regional lookout was issued to supporting units. That means that somebody tried to steal a Secret Service car from the agents that were protecting the president's granddaughter, and they got away. They're still out there. This morning, back to you. Wow, that's crazy. They, they got away. I can't believe they got away. But they, I can't believe they would target the president's granddaughter's car. They picked the wrong it's, car to break into. There are so many cars that are getting broken into in Washington yeah. D.C. It's possible, just based on the no volume, idea. that they had no idea. Yeah. But uh, if if they did know, uh, that's even more extraordinary. <laughs> Either okay. way, uh, these guys are out there in a red car. Right. Uh, with uh, a red car. car if she had an Apple tag. That you know, was, that a was red the instruction. The, Get it, an Apple it's tag. so stupid. I didn't even need you to hear all of the jazz with the stupid anchors talking about it. Oh, it's so surprising. This is just so, it's not surprising. This is what happens when you don't discipline babies. When you don't take a toddler when they're going to do something that's going to hurt them and you don't wrap their hand. You don't spank them. You don't set rules. You don't have punishments. And then you don't come through. Any parent knows you can create a monster before a child is two. And this is exactly the kind of behavior we live in an abusive parent government. It's abusive in that it's totally hands off these people and yet heavy handed with the Jacob Chansley's of the world. You know, one of the stories I guess we're supposed to just kind of brush off and move away from. I have a connection to because this is in, in Thousand Oaks, California, and this is just up the 101 freeway from where I grew up in Calabasas. 
Paul Kessler update. Community members take over corner where Jewish man was killed to demand justice. Don't just move along. Don't just tell us that something happened and you, do, you haven't filed any charges. A man was beaten over the head, lost his footing, fell down, bonked his head badly enough that he had internal bleeding that killed him. And you want to walk away and just say, well, that sucks. What are we doing now? Who's up for lunch? While many media outlets, and this is the story from Red State, have moved on, we're going to continue to talk about witnesses and develop information related to the death of Paul Kessler, a Jewish man who was holding an Israeli flag on a street corner in Thousand Oaks, California, on November 5th, when he was attacked by one of those pro-Hamas demonstrators. Kessler, who was stationed on a corner di- diagonally across the intersection from the pro-Hamas group, died as a result of his in- injuries. He was not in the throes. He was across the way, holding his flag. One week later, hundreds of community members flooded that same intersection demanding justice for Kessler, whose attacker has not yet been arrested. Well, you know, I'm sorry to tell all these people out there that there is no justice in this country right now. There is no justice when someone like Jamal Bowman can get away with lying to the entirety of the American people as a sitting congressman about pulling a fire alarm and lie and said, I thought it was going to open the door and get slapped on the wrist and and be charged a $1,000 fine if we even believe that that much punitive reaction happened. Meanwhile... If you're a thug, if you want to want to loot and set on fire or graffiti and terrorize, you can do that. Whatever. Do you think that the people that the law enforcement powers in Southern California in my neighborhood where I grew up are really hot and heavy to find the person who struck and led to the death of Paul Kessler, they ought to be. But there is a, an undeniable delineation. Some are guilty. Some are used as pawns to create the narrative, and their guilt is necessary, Jacob Chansley. Some are meant to be sacrificed and used as examples, think Donald Trump. Others are elevated and exalted as heroes, think George Floyd. What what is that? Let's finish the job. That's code for we want to take every last fiber, thread, morsel of your American pride, your freedom, your constitutional protections, and we want to flush them down the toilet and make you pay the bill. Coming up next, hour number two of the Wendy Bell Radio program. Who are these eight people who voted to thwart the the impeachment of Alex Mayorkas? And who are the 11 who just decided not to show for the vote? Next.